You're listening to the Traffic and Leads Podcast, where we examine what is and isn't working in online marketing. Now, please welcome your host, online marketing expert, One Click Lindsay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Traffic and Leads Podcast. I am your host, One Click Lindsay. Today is a super cool interview, especially if you run a local business that's like running ads on Facebook and you want to know how to generate more local business. This episode is for you because I'm interviewing Mr. Well, I should say Dr. Ben Adkins from Closers Cafe, who specialize in local Facebook marketing and basically bringing in traffic and leads to local businesses because it's a tad bit different than running like a national or a global campaign. So he gives us a ton of really cool info. I really enjoyed talking to him and lots of really great tips. So make sure you listen to that. But before we dive into that, I have a couple of things I want to go over. First is, why me? My name is OneClick Lindsay. I'm from trafficandleads.com. If your website is sitting dead in the water and you need help producing an endless stream of traffic and leads, and that's through pay-per-click, SEO, Facebook marketing, landing pages, webinars, email sequences, that whole thing to generate never-ending traffic and leads to your small business, make sure you reach out to us today at trafficandleads.com. I've been doing this for 12 years. We know how to get it done. We know how to pull in some traffic and leads for your small business. So make sure you reach out. That's why we do this podcast is to help you be more successful. For many of you, a lot of times you don't want to bootstrap it. You want a professional to do that for you. So you can reach out to us if that is the case. Next, I want to talk a little bit about this hot button issue that I'm sure you've heard about is the GDPR regulations. I'll be frank. I don't know if I wanted to cover this on the podcast because it is kind of like new and it's nebulous and web developers and people are still kind of figuring out what our responsibilities are. And if we're in the USA, what do we do? And it's like a lot of it is like, go talk to your lawyer and make sure you're covered. And all of that applies, but I do kind of want to go over it so that everyone is kind of clear on what's happening. So if this is the first time you're hearing this, let me read you a little snippet about what GDPR is. So this all has to do with protecting client or uh, customer website visitor data. So on May 25th, Thanks to a European privacy law that restricts how personal data is collected and handled, the rule called General Data Protection Regulation, or GDPR, focuses on ensuring that users know, understand, and consent to the data collected about them. So I've had a lot of questions, which is, well, I have a Facebook pixel on there. What does it matter? What do I need to do? So my understanding is this, is that Facebook has handled the pixel situation. And because it's not like protected information, like the names and all, all of that, all of that stuff that should be protected, that it's simply just a pixel that Facebook and their privacy policy, when you utilize and work on Facebook, they have that covered. So if you're worried on if your Facebook pixel is breaking GDPR and you're going to get this gigantic fine, uh, from what I know, again, go ask your lawyer. I'm not giving away lawyer advice, but this is my one click Lindsay's understanding and how we're handling with our customers is that you are fine. However, the way you're handling your emails and everything may not be fine. So what do I recommend? I recommend you always do double opt-in, making sure that all your I's are dotted and your T's are crossed. You double opt-in, which basically means, hey, do you want this freebie? Yes. Send an email. Are you super sure? Please confirm your email address before I send you this freebie. Okay. Click on it. Great. Here's your freebie. Like double opt-in, making sure someone belongs on your list and they're literally confirming their email. That's going to uh, 
That's going to ensure that you're more following the guidelines. Next, you know when you go to a website and they've automatically checked a box that says, yes, email me your monthly, your weekly newsletters or email me for special offers. You cannot have that automatically checked. You need to make sure that the customer or the website visitor is the one doing the checking in that situation. Next, let's see. Next, for those that are super paranoid or for my clients that are literally doing work in the EU or not in just the United States. We have implemented this cute little thing called, uh, you're going to like the name of it, but the function is not as cute as the name. So it's either called a snack bar or a toast. And if you go to CNN.com and you look down in the bottom left-hand corner, you're going to see an example of this. And essentially, it basically says, hey, here's our privacy policy and you're here and we're gathering cookies and and you may or may not do all this. And here's our, you know, like it just gives you a whole bunch of legal jargon and it kind of hangs out in the bottom left-hand corner. So if you're getting really paranoid and you really want to make sure everything is safe, you're going to want to look into getting one of those on your website. And finally, you're going to want to make sure that your privacy policy is completely updated and falls in line with the GDPR rules. So those are my recommendations. I am sure many things will will change. Uh, A lot of times your email systems, MailChimp and Infusionsoft and your servers and everything, they are in charge of a lot of this. And so we can rely on them to make sure that things are secure and that we are following the laws. But you also need to personally be responsible for that data, making sure that you're telling people what you're doing with their data and that uh, you're not, you know, taking emails and doing all those things that I've never taught you to do because it's not the right way. And you're not going to build a strong audience kind of stealing stuff like that anyway. And like making people do stuff that they haven't agreed to. So just keep everything on the up and up and you should be okay, but don't quote me and go ask a lawyer. How about that? I just wanted to make sure you guys were in the know. So now that we got that hot topic taken care of. So again, that starts on May 25th. I'm sure you guys have heard about it. So, all right, let's hop into this interview with Dr. Ben Adkins. Hey, Ben, welcome to the show. It is so good to be here, Lindsay. How are you? I'm doing good. So before we dive into all this awesome knowledge you're going to give us about how to bring more clients to a local business, why don't you tell the audience what you do? Sure. Uh, I started out a couple years ago as a chiropractor and uh, I was really, really smart. And then I built in no money for marketing. Uh, (laughs) So yeah, right. And so right out of the gates, as I was trying to build my practice up uh, and I was panicking uh, because I didn't have a budget for traditional stuff, I started really using Facebook uh, quite a bit and, uh, you know, some other small things, but Facebook was the core thing. And I, I think within about six months, uh, we had a practice that was just as big as other doctors that had been there, you know, for 20 years. So we were having great success with that. And of course, uh, the natural thing that happened that I didn't expect, but it did, is we, uh, we had other business start coming to us, other businesses start coming to us and saying, hey, uh, can you help us do the same things that you're doing? And so somehow by accident, I became a chiropractor who had a lot of local businesses 
uh, as clients that were asking for help with Facebook and we started getting them a lot of results. So to this day, pretty much one of the uh, core things that we do is we help businesses leverage Facebook and Google, but mostly Facebook to have a bigger presence, to look like there's actually something going on in the business and to get new leads through the door as well. So that's the core thing. I I get to spend most days helping really, really smart people who are great at what they do, but don't have time to do marketing, get people through the door so that they can help them. And it's, it's a good gig. Nice. And so, and the primary way people can find out more, read your awesome blog is going to closerscafe.com, right? Yep. Closerscafe.com. We uh, try to lay out everything that we do there. It's sort of uh, the diary of uh, how we do what we do. I like it. Okay. So let's say we run a local business. What is the difference between running ads or your Facebook strategy for a brick and mortar local business where really you can only attract local people versus being able to uh, advertise nationwide or worldwide? What's the big difference? Well, so like when you get nationwide, you can very much niche down by interest, right? And so I can say, okay, I want to target people that are really into beanie babies who live in, uh, you know, the United States who are also female or male and are between the ages of 20 and 30. And so we know that when we put our ad together, that we could be super focused on, of course, those demographics, but we can get really targeted by interest as well. When you get into local mode, that gets a lot harder because Mm -hmm. you just don't have the size group that you want to have to do those things. So when we get into local, one of the core things that we have to do is we have to do something that we call filter by the ad, right? And instead of filtering by the audience, of course, we're going to say, okay, we like, for example, with a chiropractic office, we would say our core patients are going to be females between the ages of 25 and 45. And, you know, females make all the decisions. They bring the guys along because guys are silly. We don't know what we're doing. And females are the ones that we want to target with that ad. But we can't really target much past that except for right in that particular area. So what we want to do is we want to make sure that we're using the ad as a filter. So the actual ad creative as a filter and how we do that is we use something that we call a jaw dropping offer. And when we work with a small business, Lindsay, what we do is we say, what's something that if some, somebody saw this on Facebook, that they would have to do a double take because they can't believe that you're giving it away for free or a really low price. And that is the core thing is this particular audience. So if we were targeting females 25 to 45, what is the thing that if they saw that, they'd be blown away? So can I give you an example? I was just going to ask. You better. <laughs> All right, good. So like, with that particular audience with like chiropractors, as I was using in the example before, one of the core things that we do is we say, hey, we're going to do a massage special for moms. So, you know, Mother's Day was, uh, you know, not too long ago and we had Mother's Day come through. And, you know, even if it's not Mother's Day, it's always a good thing. And we offered up a massage special for two weeks and it was a free 15 minute chair massage. And what that did really quickly was mom saw that. They said, yes, I am a mom. Yes, that sounds interesting to me. Yeah, I'm going to go in and get a free chair massage. And what was so cool about that is not only did they get a free chair massage, but the massage therapist opened up the door to a potential new customer and the chiropractor also, because in most of those settings, the chiropractor is able to 
have the massage therapists to see if there's anything else going on so they can refer over to them if there is. And so with all the businesses that we work with, that's really the core is you're filtering by the ad because you don't have the luxury of filtering by interest most of the time. So I would say that's the difference. That was a long answer for a short question. Um, what's the difference between a national ad and a local ad is you really have to get good at using the offer and the creative of the ad to filter because you don't have as much interest targeting to work with on Facebook. Yeah. So it feels like, so I really like that, but giving away something for free like that, how do the chiropractors <laughs> usually deal with, I'm not going to, you know, like you get all the tire kickers and like giving away a free 50, like really how well does it work? Come on. Oh us. no, it's, it's beautiful. So the number one question I get from chiropractors or dentists or anybody that we do this stuff for is, Hey Ben, you know, I've done a Groupon before. And when we did a Groupon, we got our butts handed to us, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. and it, it makes a lot of sense. And what I have to explain to them is think about when someone signs up for Groupon, what they're looking for. Their mindset. Yes. Yeah. This is a group that's absolutely looking for freebies. And the only reason they're on that list is they're on freebies and discounts. That's what they're after. When we're going after a Facebook audience, we're going after an audience that is more outside of that realm. So what we're doing is we're putting something in front of those folks that typically does not involve our primary person in the business. It's somebody that works there that's, you know, looking to get more people through the door. So with the freebie thing, one of the core things that we have to do with anybody that we're working with is we have to make sure, and otherwise this is a bad move for them, we have to make sure that they have a funnel inside of their practice, inside of their business in place, that's actually going to take those people and make a large majority of them want to actually come back. So one of the core things that we do with, let's say, chiropractors, for instance, is when someone comes in and they get their chair massage, and this is one of our secrets, so I, I wanted to make sure we saved it for you. I've never actually revealed this on a podcast before. Ooh, yeah, so <laughs> I know, right? I, I wanted something special because I'm a huge fan. So what we do when they come through the door is they get their chair massage, they come out and on their way out, most people stop by the front desk and they would say something to the effect of, do I owe you anything? And the front desk person says, no, but here. And they hand them a big red envelope and they say, don't open that until you get home. And so, of course, they make it to their car. And I don't think any of these red envelopes have ever made it home. <laughs> uh, so. They make it to their car and they open it up. And what the envelope usually says is something to this. I hope you enjoyed your 15-minute chair massage. If you call right now and book an hour or 30 minutes, it's going to be half off what it normally is. And, of course, it lists the regular price. And so what that usually does, and this is about a 60 to 70% somewhere in between their close rate on doing that with all of the freebies that come through the door. Because it's another great deal, ex except for we're escalating the deal in a way that Makes and they've been the in the office, they feel comfortable, they've already taken that first step. I love this. I yeah. love it. And, the, and you know, just like I know, the beauty of this whole thing is, is most small businesses, if they can get somebody to come through the door twice, it's over. They've, yeah. got, a, they've got a customer that's going to keep coming back over and over. And then once we have the massage therapist in like a chiropractic office that's doing one of these things, the massage therapist can say, you know what, I keep massaging this one area and the reason this is a problem is because you've got something going on that's more of a structure-related thing, and then they would refer them over to the doctor, and that's how you make the transition there. So 
With most of the offices that we work with, yes, of course, people giving free stuff. And, and I don't want to just say chiropractors because we work with all kinds of small businesses. Sure. But, but one of the big things is, is we have to walk them through the path of this is what you have to make sure you do in the office so that this is not a Groupon type situation. And this actually turns into someone who's going to spend money with you long term. So, of course, the Facebook ad is super important in getting people through the door. But the majority of the work that we have to do is just getting businesses prepped to actually have a funnel in place once people come through the door off that initial lead. I love it. I love it. So, and you help people with that whole follow-up thing instead of just like handing them leads and is like, I got you 30 leads this week. Bye type of thing. Right. Yeah. And, and one of the things, and, and, you know, we teach a lot of, uh, you know, small businesses who are marketers, how to do this exact same thing. And one of the things that I tell all of them is you have to make absolutely sure that this business is set up to close the deal once the ad has done its work. Otherwise, this is not going to be somebody that's going to be a client for a while. Because you got you to keep in mind, what we do and what we teach people to do is you're charging anywhere from $500 to $3,000 a month to actually run this Facebook ad service for them. So they've got to be closing the deal. The cool thing is most businesses, if you know uh, sort of the numbers behind these businesses, it's really easy to tell them exactly how many patients they need to close to be able to pay for us and then get a big ROI too. And that's that's a big deal. Yeah, that makes sense. So that, thank you for those those sure. awesome hints. I love the red envelope. That's very nice touch. So just for fun, how much <laughs> would you say a chiropractor would spend on a Facebook ad? Just I'm talking about ad spend only for sure. a campaign like that, say in a town of, you know, I don't know, does the town have to be super big or like, can we run it in a town of 50,000 or tell me a little bit about more specifics there? I think one of the key things is, is we've run this, this particular campaign. Um, of course, we started in my office and in my particular office that we were doing this in, the town was only about 20,000 people. Dang. And, uh, yeah. And every and, woman in town came in for a free massage. <laughs> well, what's so crazy is, is not only that, but it, this is the kind of ad that if you do the jaw dropping offer correctly, this is the kind of ad that gets a lot more than just the ad spin behind it. People actually share this kind of thing. Yeah. And that's, that's the key. You want to put something together that when people People see it. They're like, you know what? I have a friend that's just like me that fits this ad. I should share it. And so what we find with this particular type of ad is you can run this in very small places and people that are even right outside the town that are friends start to see it too. And so typically what we advise with this is I, I teach people you're wanting to charge $500 a month to manage one of these campaigns for chiropractors. That's a specific number for chiropractors. Of course, it can go up if it's dental, you know, restaurants, things like that. But for chiropractors, it's about $500 a month. And typically we do about a $200 to $300 ad spend. So the chiropractor ends up forking over around $800 a month. But you got to keep in mind, every time we bring a new patient into a chiropractor, they're looking at right around, and this is just an average, uh, it, it varies from practice to practice, depending on Way how, more than 800. Right, right. But it varies. And the idea at the low point, we're looking at typically $1,200 for every new person that we bring through the door. Mm. And so, you know, it makes sense that if you can deliver two people through the door, the lifetime of what they're going to spend is a lot more than that. So, like I said, the numbers start to really work out, uh, especially when you're delivering five to 10 people a week for them, which is the average when we run one of these. Dang. And how many people, this is my last question because I no, want to move on to something else, but uh, how many people will actually sign up on the calendar for an appointment and not show up? 
So one of the key things is when we first started doing this, of course, you make tons of mistakes when you first start doing it. Yeah, I'm trying to get them all out of you so we don't make uh, them. No, this is good. I love it. And and we want to save people this. So one of the key things is when we first started, we weren't doing a lot of follow-up. I was basically letting – because I have it hooked up to text marketing and email follow-ups, right? Yeah. Now, before we did that, it was not great. They would sign up, not show up, right? Uh, after we started implementing the text and the email stuff to follow up, we got a lot more phone calls to the office. What we found is if we can just get them to call the office, the actual show up rate is pretty high. What we found past that is if we can educate the office to call when the lead starts to you know just come through the door, if we can get them to call them and book right away, the show up percentage goes way up. If we can get them to give them a few follow up calls before the first time they've been in the office they show up almost 100%. Occasionally, you'll get someone that gets busy, but if there's been a good amount of follow-ups, at least they'll call and reschedule. Yeah, okay. So are you saying, um, so you're saying that uh, in order for them to actually find, see the calendar where they can sign up for a free massage, a phone call has to take place. It's not like the ad goes to a, a landing page that then allows them to schedule a call or to no. schedule like on a Calendly or something. No, one of the actually very interesting things about this that we found out early is that doesn't work as well okay. because because there's no human interaction. And that's that's one of the core things behind what we do is we want to blend the tech with a, at least one touch of human interaction, mul- usually multiple. So one of the key things is when most people sign up for this, they think they're signing up for a gift certificate or something that they can print out. And the core is, is when they first go through this funnel, they think, hey, I'm getting going to get a free 15 minute chair massage right on the other side on the thank you page. We end up offering them an additional free 15 minutes a lot of times just to call right away. So there's that extra benefit if they call right away. But But they do have to call to sign up. They have to call. And that's one of the big things is we are always looking to basically leverage the greatest asset that these small businesses have, which is the person working their front desk or the big marketing person. Okay. I really like it. So if they call right now, they get a 30 minute massage and then a myriad of emails and text messages. Keep reminding them until the day they are to come into the office. Absolutely. Yeah. Dang. Okay. So we talked a lot about chiropractors before sure. I let you go. I want to, and I'm, I'm probably catching you off guard, but I'm sure you're ready. No, this is great. Ready, is <laughs> I have got to know more about this, how a local agency drove 139 tire shop leads with 65 bucks in Facebook ads. Could it get any more boring than tire shop leads? Do tell. This is what we love about what we do is Am I boring. I just mean like you're on your Facebook. <laughs> no, page. it's super like tires. It's Come super, on. <laughs> it's super boring stuff. But to the person who is has been sitting there thinking, you know what? I do need to go get my uh, oil changed. I do need to go get my tires checked. And I've been putting it off for months. And this is so me, Lindsay, by the way. I'm like the person that's the I'm biggest. With I'm with you. And, you know, I'm I'm so used to be in front of a computer, but yeah, like, so I put it off. So if I see something like that, it catches my attention. And what happened with this particular campaign is this person put it out there and I'm going to be, what's your jaw dropping offer for tire shop, free tires. Come on now. Oh, it was, no, no, no. It's great. It was literally, we've run both of these. One was a free oil and filter change. So not a lot of income, you know, has to go into that from the tire shop. The other was actually free tires. We did a contest for, Hey, you could win free tires if you opt in. And so we run those things for a couple of weeks 
And of course, you end up having to spend a, a chunk of change to give away the free tires. But on the other side of it, everybody that enters the contest gets something if they call and book an appointment right then. So you enter, you give them something for free that's not as huge value, and then you teach the business how to actually close the deal. And from a tire shop perspective, this was, I mean, they, they didn't know what to do with all the leads. They had no frame of reference for, okay, we, you know, they had, we had to get them to trust us on the tire thing, but they're like, okay, whatever. And then all those leads came through and they had no clue. So we actually had to go in and help them or help the agency that was doing this to figure out how to manage all of this and to make sure that they got the most out of it. And it ended up being really good, but yeah, super boring. But free tires or uh, a free oil and filter change, if you've been thinking you need it, is enough to get people to give an email address and usually a phone number, too. Yeah. And so so once you get the email address and the phone number, then are there follow up sales calls or how, how is that all handled on the back end? Typically, yes. So with these particular funnels, we're getting a phone number. And so we just have the we have the office that uh, is getting the leads to reach out and say, hey, we, we saw you entered the contest and you're also eligible for this. Did you want to? Do you want to set that up now? Uh, I know it. I know it gets busy, and we wanted to call and make sure that uh, you know you weren't going to let this go because it expires soon. Okay. Super cool, super chill call, but it works like a charm, right? But uh, do you have any? Because uh, we also will counsel people on the back end of funnels because that's really where the magic happens, and we find oh, that there's absolutely. a lot of yeah, there's a lot of like hesitation from the employees a lot that they don't want to do this, and and you know like there's some hesitation. Do you guys experience that? Yeah, we actually ended up building a software so we could track the calls. Okay, and so every, everything that comes through the funnel, we're seeing. Okay, we have this tracking number. Did they actually call? And if we see that a lot of people have called in, but there's been no business booked. We actually can show the owner of those places records because when we first started helping businesses, this was something that we realized too. And you're right on the money. You have employees that this is not the way things have been done for a long time. And they'll end up telling uh, someone, hey, you know, this isn't working. We should cancel it. When you're working, it's it's really working out for them. And I've actually had to call business owners and say, listen, what's going on? Uh, you know, how, how are things going? They say, well, it doesn't seem to really be working. And mm -hmm. I've actually played them recordings of mm -hmm. calls with their staff and they were like, Oh my Lord. Like the what's staff happening? is like monotone and like not asking the follow-up questions. And like, this is a super hot lead and all they need is just a little bit of like excitement and nurturing. And they would come in type of thing. Absolutely. I've, I've literally like one of the calls I had, I had a, I had a person answer the phone monotone, put this person who needed help uh -huh. and wanted to come in on, on hold for like three minutes. No. And, it was terrible. So I had to do this and it broke, you know, it broke the person, the owner's heart, but they got it fixed and then they were able to really make this work. Yeah, I like it. Okay. Before I let go, I want to talk a little bit about something you said at the beginning of the call, which was you want to create your Facebook page to where it looks like something's actually going on in the business. Can you talk to us about content strategy and why that's important, like outside of paid ads, but just kind of your page? Sure. One of the core things that I actually do to help businesses and, and Lindsay, this is actually how I make a lot of the income that comes into our agency right now is we help businesses look like they're active and help them educate people. So there's really two things if you think about it. When someone has heard about a business either by name or they need a business and they're just searching for a niche, you know, location name, there's two things that they do. The first one's easy. We all know it. They go to Google, they search, they go to the websites, right? Yep. 
if the website looks bad, they're ducking out. They're ducking out quick and they're going somewhere else. So you got to have that website in place. But something else that I started noticing with a few of my friends that were, you know, a good five to 10 years younger than me. And then I started noticing that I was doing it. People are getting lazy. They'll be in Facebook. They'll think about it. They'll actually use the Facebook search box to do local searches for businesses. Mm -hmm. And they'll go in, they'll click to the business and they'll look at the business. And the absolute worst thing that can happen right now is if they go to the business and the last post was six months to a year ago. Yeah, it's bad. That's bad. The psychology of that is a couple things. Number one, this business is dead. Number two, this business is not on top of things. And whether it's fair or not, if a person starts thinking that, then they start thinking that what's going on inside of the business is always like that too. So, it, that's that's what we have to do. A lot of times we go in and we just help businesses with some posts that look great. And we're typically posting on their page two times a day so that when they get those searches, they're making the most of it. I actually will not even run Facebook lead funnels for businesses unless their website is right and their Facebook page is right. Because what we found out is people will go to that lead page and have it open in one window and then go over and look in another window to see what's going on. And if they don't get a good vibe, they're not going to give their email address and their phone number to that business. So we have to have those two place, two things in place. Otherwise, our lead pages don't close the way they need to. Amen. Okay, so just some recommendations on content. Is it mostly sharing articles from other people? Maybe some videos where you're educating people. Um, what if what if a business is like, Ben, I don't know what to post. What do you say? <laughs> One of the core things that we started doing is we, we tell people you have to educate people about the things in your business that interest them. So for chiropractors, one of the key things is how do you get rid of headaches? You know, how do you get rid of low back pain? What are some exercises that you can do? And, you know, what we've done over the past is we have a design team that builds this stuff. If you don't have a design team or that luxury, then there's a ton of things that you can go do. Canva.com, of course, is one of our favorite places to go create content because it's a graphics tool that just about anybody, even if you have no graphics experience, can use the templates to build posts for you. If it's something that you don't want to go do, I would say go hire someone to do it for you. There's plenty of folks out there that will build the content and post it for you and get it done. And it's like I said, the main thing is just have something posted up, even if it's articles that are related, even if it's something that your friend shared, having something to show that you are alive is yeah. the key. I want you to just reiterate a point for me before I let you go, which is yeah. this. Um, a lot of business owners get really caught up on, but no one likes my posts and no one's saying anything and nobody cares. Can you tell us again why it's important? I think one of the key things is people forget that it's an endurance game. Yeah. And, you know, this is one of those things where when you're actually posting to social media, it's not about one post. It's about the body of work. Yes. And so I tell people every single day, it's just about showing people that you're paying attention and that you care. Because if they see it on your Facebook page, then they're going to understand that, hey, this person cares in their business, too. So, you know, I think the, the number one thing that we all do sometimes is we try to be perfect and we try to have everything, everything that goes out there to be perfect. When half the time you just want to show people your growth and you want to show people what you're thinking and putting it out there and being imperfect. And I think this is what's so great about some of the younger generations of marketers and business owners out there is they're OK with being imperfect and they're OK with showing people the growth process. And so for everybody out there, that's what I would say. Make sure that you are uh, able to just let go a little bit of perfection and put some content out there. And it, it really helps on your Facebook page. 
So awesome. Ben, you have been so helpful. Yes. I'm going to turn the time back over to you. Tell us again how to find you and anything else you want the audience to know. Sure. You can read anything that uh, you would like sort of in our diary of uh, this agency model that we do and how we teach other people to do this at closerscafe.com. Plus, Lindsay, if it's okay with you, I have uh, some of the jaw-dropping offers. We have about six that we use all the time with all of the clients that we bring on. I would love to share those with the audience if that'd be okay with you. May I say something about that before you share it? Sure, Out absolutely. Of all of the offers anyone has ever offered on this podcast, that one is super sexy. One of my favorites. So yes, share awesome. it. Thank you. So what this is, is over the last three, four years, we've put together six of our best converting funnels on Facebook. So if you wanted to do something for a business or if you are a small business that is looking for something to give away and the funnel behind it and how to run the ad on Facebook, what the landing page should look like, we've put these together. And this is just a collection of the ones that work for us. And if you go to closerscafe.com slash traffic and leads, then you guys can go download that and basically you can see a full write-up of how we run these things and how we're helping small businesses. And like I said, if you're in the small business, it works for you. If you're someone that wants to help small businesses, these are the exact things that we use to charge $300 to $3,000 a month uh, to help these businesses. And they pay it gladly because it actually does something that they don't know how to do, which is get people through the door on demand, which is nice. I love it. Ben, thank you so much for being a guest on the show. Thank you so much. I'm such a big fan and this was so much fun. I appreciate it. There you have it, folks. I told you it was an awesome episode. I hope you really enjoyed it. It was so fun talking to Dr. Adkins on this episode. Remember, if you enjoyed this episode, if you could leave us a review on Stitcher or iTunes or wherever you're listening, that would be absolutely fantastic. You could even leave us a little review on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash more traffic and leads. And finally, if you're struggling and you need more traffic and leads to your business, make sure you reach out to us today at trafficandleads.com. We can help you with all of your SEO, pay-per-click, email marketing, all of that good stuff that happens when you dive into digital marketing and you're ready to make a change in your business, make sure you reach out to us today. Until next time, I'm One Click Lindsay.